Well, hello and welcome to episode 125 of the Childless Not By Choice podcast, where my mission is to recognize and speak to the Childless Not By Choice women and men around the world, reminding you that you can live a joyful, relevant, fulfilled, childless, not by choice life. I also welcome you if you are not childless, not by choice. Maybe you did not want children and maybe you have children. Thank you for tuning in. Well, it is January 2021 as of this recording. So happy, happy new year. Happy 2021. If you're in the US, let's just say we've already gotten off to a pretty rocky start. But it has also been quite a historic start as well. And look, it would be disingenuous of me at episode 125 to pretend we have not had some sort or type of relationship the last five years where I can just tell you things, (laughs) not just about childless, not by choice, because otherwise, why would you tune in, right? They say that people tune into podcasts to listen to the podcast, but they come back because they like the host. So I hope you like me because I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Well, you have listened through the loss of my first podcast producer. I think some of you have listened to that episode where, and you can tell if you've listened to all of the episodes, you can see the changes and transitions and hopefully they were just things that were for me to get better on this podcast or the podcast to get better. Let me put it like that. And so hopefully through the transitions and changes, the music changes, all the podcast name change that, as I said, hopefully it's better, not worse. Hopefully we're going in the right direction. So you heard when I talked about that, we're not going to go into any further detail than that, except to say that that was a difficult blip in time. I had to ask a mutual friend to edit the episode that was due because I was left with an episode and had no idea how to edit episodes at that time. I had no clue whatsoever. Now I have much more insight and knowledge on the editing process, tools to use, software, hardware, etc. But I would still rather pay someone else to do it. Okay, that's just that's just how it goes. I just have too much going on. And I want the sound and the content and everything to be good. So I'm going to stay in my lane and create content. And I'll just have to pay somebody else to edit. And so fortunately for me, I have a great podcast producer. So that little drama was over. It's a couple of years ago now, actually. And then uh, unfortunately, you listened to me as I talked about the loss of my mommy and how during the time of her illness, I went from two episodes per month to one per month, which is where we are right now and where I believe we will be for the foreseeable future as I continue to care for my dad, my precious daddy. And plus everything else I have going on in life, I think I'm going to stick with one episode per month. And I know that it could seem like an eternity between episodes, at least, hey, I hope so. (laughs) But there are other things going on in the platform. You can always check out the newsletter, which is coming out the last Monday of January. I've made the newsletter instead of monthly, I've made it quarterly. So at the end of each quarter, there will be a fresh newsletter. So you have to subscribe to read the newsletter. You can subscribe at sevillamorgan.com or at childlessnotbychoice.net. I will communicate outside of the newsletter from time to time. So I won't leave you hanging for three months at a time, but the official newsletter is quarterly. 
I still continue to miss my mommy. I think you heard a couple of episodes where I talked about her and how at least one episode I talked about how I felt that the healthcare system or the healthcare community had failed her. And so thanks for listening. You get to hear little tidbits about my life outside of the podcast episodes. And I hope that's okay. So that rocky start I was talking about, well, I cannot begin to tell you how utterly angry, dismayed, shocked, and scared I was. All of those emotions wrapped up into one. I could not believe what I was seeing when Americans stormed their own, our own country's capital building, chanting death to certain leaders. I mean, what country is this or was this at that time? I posted on my Facebook page that day that, quote, too often we don't know what we have until it's gone, taken away, or given away, unquote. I watched the insurrectionists try to give away the last 240 years, and it broke my heart. It absolutely broke my heart. My deepest condolences to the family of the police officer that was murdered. My deepest condolences to the family of the police officer who took his life. They haven't said much about that. And hey, I guess that's okay. You know, these people do deserve and need some privacy. And my deepest thanks added to the millions who watched from around the world. Those handful of police officers try their very best to protect the country's seat of power. I just... I was so deeply hurt and so sad. So sad. I think part of it may be because I'm a history buff. And you don't even have to be a history buff to see how things started in certain countries and how bad those things got until there was a turnaround. And those things that I'm talking about led to wars, like world wars. And I just don't understand how people could think that it's okay, that it couldn't happen here. It can happen anywhere. You have to protect what's important to you, even if you're mad, even if you're angry, even if you're sad. There are better ways to fix things. And this was not one of those ways. And I was just sad, deeply, deeply saddened. At any rate, the historic start. <laughs> Let's talk about that. The first woman, a woman of color, became a national leader in America, second in command of the United States of America. Her father is Jamaican and her mother was Indian, both immigrants. You guys, I mean, especially those of you who live in other countries where this would not be possible yet. Look, like we say here in America, only in America. Only in America, folks, can this happen. And I pray for the safety of our new president and vice president. I'm going to pray for them daily. I pray that even though there are some that want to see them fail on an epic level, there are more of us that are for them than there are against them. And there's a scripture in there. Some of you may be familiar with that Old Testament scripture. You know, I do have to tell you, though, that... I also prayed for our previous president. He needed prayer. He needs prayer. And this may not be a popular stance with many, but as a believer, and many of you know I am a believer, although I don't tend to lead with that, because I wanted when I created this podcast, this platform, to let everybody who listened and came in know, or when you come into the platform and you listen to the episodes, that this is not a Christian podcast. It's a podcast for anyone around the world 
regardless of your religious beliefs, that this is a podcast for you if you are childless, not by choice. That's what it is first. Doesn't mean that I'm straddling the fence or I'm wishy-washy. I know what my foundation is. My foundation is that I am a believer, but I'm not going to lead with that because I want everyone to feel comfortable and welcome. And I know it's okay with God. So it's good. We're all good. As a believer, though, it is mandated that we pray for our leaders. And he was our leader for four years. <laughs> That's what it was. So, and I put that scripture in the show notes. So check out the show notes for that scripture. That proves out my point, basically. So look, <laughs> being a believer is not always easy. And this is proof, maybe, to some of you that it's a mandate for me to pray for him. So I prayed for him. I wish him all the best, but I am glad we had this change. I'll just say it. Just like I never thought I would see somebody that looked like Barack with a name of Barack Obama as president for two terms in the United States of America, I never thought I would see a woman as a vice president in the United States. Not in my lifetime. I didn't think it could happen. I didn't even think about it. I didn't consider it. And I know a lot of people feel the same way. And so I, again, just wish them all the best. And I'm just really excited to see how they manage and run this country and just get us out of where we've been. So if you pray, I know you're praying for them as well. So that is all I'm going to say about all of the above. But you know what? It does tie in well with today's subject matter. You'll see. But before we move into today's subject matter, two things. The first episode of 2021 was supposed to be my interview with Mrs. Pennsylvania 2020. Except I messed up on the recording and did not know until my podcast producer went to fix and edit and realized that there was some recording missing. <laughs> like, oh my goodness, you can't make this stuff up. So yes, it was totally my fault. And so that interview has been rescheduled and will be airing hopefully in March. I do appreciate your patience and I appreciate her patience as well. And the other thing is, I would like to take a moment to thank the people who send me money every month, my Patreon contributors. Your contributions, as you know, help pay my podcast producer, who I was just talking about, <laughs> my podcast host, which is where my podcast sits, where it lives, and Zoom. I have to pay Zoom. That's where I record most of my interviews. So I just appreciate the funds that you send in regularly, monthly, automatically taken out of your credit card, and I appreciate it. If you are not yet a patron and would like to join in and become a patron, become a member of the family, the paying member, <laughs> visit patreon.com forward slash childless not by choice to set up your monthly contribution for as little as $5 per month. And no matter your giving level, I do have a gift for you. So be sure to leave your address in the secure Patreon platform. And if you prefer to give via PayPal, you don't want to set something up. You just want to make a contribution and you just want to maybe do a one time or if you want to do ongoing, but you don't want to do it on a regular Patreon monthly basis, you can find me at PayPal at booksbysevillamorgan at gmail.com. That's booksbysevillamorgan at gmail.com. Your contributions to the platform are greatly appreciated. 
thank you very much. And I don't want you to think, for those of you who just don't have it, I don't want you to think that you have to pay to listen. No, the podcast is free. Almost every podcast out there is free. There are some that are behind paywalls. Maybe you have to have a Spotify membership to listen to some podcasts, but I don't want to do that. I have no plans on doing that. And honestly, the podcasters that do that, they're popular people. Everybody knows who they are. So I'm not there yet. Making my way there, though. And so it's free if you want to listen. If you just don't have it to give, that's fine. If you do and you want to, I've just given you the instructions. If you have any questions, of course, feel free to email me or message me on Facebook Messenger. Okay, so moving right along. Thank you so much, Jordan Morgan. Thank you to the Knights. Thank you to Susie. And there's a spot there for your name when you're ready. Thank you very much. And of course, by the way, you can make an anonymous contribution. If you don't want me to say anything or mention your name, you can just let me know and I won't. So thanks again to my patrons. So what is today's show about? Jonas Salk, 1914 to 1995. He was the American medical researcher who developed the first polio vaccine in the mid-1950s. And then he refused to patent the vaccine, making it easier for more children to have the opportunity to be vaccinated, lowering the cases of polio worldwide. I did read as I did my research that there are like two or three countries. I didn't look to see which ones, but there are still two or three countries that have a high case or rate of polio. Not sure why, but at any rate, most of the world does not have to deal with polio anymore. So thank you, Jonas Salk. So that means he gave up a lot of cash. You know, I wish more people knew that no one lives forever, number one. And number two, you can't take it with you. But it appears Jonas Salk knew this. But did you know that he also said, our greatest responsibility is to be good ancestors, unquote. Our greatest responsibility is to be good ancestors. That's why the title of this episode, Good Ancestors, I believe that's what he was doing when he opted not to patent the vaccine, right? I mean, it makes absolute sense. I don't know about you, but I never thought of myself as an ancestor. I'm just saying. (laughs) Not just because I'm childless, but because I'm still here. (laughs) I don't really want to think about myself in the past tense yet. (laughs) However, I guess as we get older, we start to think about our mortality, right? At least most people of a certain age do. There are that few who believe they will live forever, but as far as I know, death comes to all of us, unfortunately. And at the risk of continuing down this morbid path, let me move on. I can't remember where I first came across the Jonas Salk quote, but I do recall it stopped me in my tracks. I mean, I didn't know what to think at first. I would say in a split second, my brain went from that leaves me out of the mix to wait, I can still be a good ancestor and ancestor in general, even though I never had kids. I mean, it was seconds from one thought to the next. It was really amazing. And in fact, as I wrote the content for this episode, this little switching or navigating of thoughts has happened to me a second time. The first time was when I read this quote, but the second time was when I thought again, I don't have kids, so that leaves me out. And then I thought, but wait, I can still take part. 
You see, I belong to several Facebook groups, but there's this one where they ask everyone to join in this game where you include your child's name in the response. And yes, immediately I thought, well, that leaves me out. And then I was like, oh, I can include the word childless where my child's name would have been placed. And as I did it, I wondered what the response would be to my inserting the word childless until I saw multiple other women saying things like, what name do I use if I don't have kids? Or, well, I included my pet's name since I don't have kids. So it turned out to be a fun game, and I'm glad I played. There were a lot of laughing emojis <laughs> for that game, and I could have just opted out and just walked away, you know, scrolled on by, and maybe felt a little sorry for myself and just thought, well, you know, how insensitive of them, <laughs> you know, and you may be in a place where that's what you do, and that's okay. You do what's best for you where you are, right? You do what's best for you where you are. And so... We're in different places, we're on different paths, on the same type of journey. That's why you're listening to this podcast. And you may have had the reaction of anywhere from a tailspin to a pinprick, as Jody Day says. But what I want you to know is that you can take situations like these, a quote that you initially feel does not pertain to you, or a game that you did not think you could join in or play, because of your childlessness, and just turn them around to your advantage. Don't allow childlessness to keep you out of the game. <laughs> and don't let the game make you feel badly about your childlessness. I mean, I could end the episode right here, right? Don't allow childlessness to keep you out of the game. And don't let the game make you feel badly about your childlessness. You take control and you turn it around. And hey, like I said, if you're at the place now where it's best for you to scroll by, then scroll by. It's okay. You'll be just fine because a lot of us have gone on ahead of you and we're doing okay and we want to encourage you to be okay, that you will be okay, even if you're just starting out your journey. So just know, I know it may not seem like it right now, but you will be just fine. I mean, we will always have that little pinprick every once in a while, I think, but it won't be a tailspin. So, being a good ancestor. I think that being a good ancestor pertains to all of us, childless or child-filled. <laughs> I think being a good ancestor makes room for those of us who do not have children to still be able to leave a legacy. Being a good ancestor means being a positive contributor to your community. Being a good ancestor means finding a way to leave a small footprint, like using less than what we need from this planet. Being a good ancestor means being good aunts or uncles. How do we interact with our nieces and nephews? What can we do to help them get ready for life when they're very young? And how can we be good support systems for them when they're young adults? I also think that being a good ancestor means doing what we were put here to do. Because remember, we are here for a reason. And I know once again, some of you may feel like, ah, I don't have kids. And in some cases, you may also be in the same boat as me. I don't have a husband. No kids, no husband. Why am I here? <laughs> Why am I here? Somebody please tell me. No, I believe that no matter what, no matter how life turned out for us, we are here for a reason. It's going to be up to you to figure out the reason you're here. I think I know why I'm here. 
I mean, I'm talking to you through a microphone and I've been doing it for the past five years, 125 episodes. And so I think I found my reason. Would it have been my first choice? No, I've said that before in previous episodes. No, this would not have been my first choice. I would have preferred the husband and the kids. But you know, at the same time, (laughs) maybe I'm kidding, maybe I'm not. But I've always heard and read that women who do not have a husband and children live longer. (laughs) So who knows? And I've always been told that I don't look my age. And I always tell people it's because I don't have a husband and children to drive me crazy. So there's that. (laughs) Anyway, regardless of your marital status or your number of children status, in our case, zero, we are here for a reason. So think about it. What can you do to be a good ancestor? What can you do? Especially as we go into this new year, you know, fresh new thoughts, fresh beginnings. You know how it is in January every year that you just feel like, wow, I'm going to make a difference this year. Make a difference in my weight, make a difference in my eating habits, my exercise habits, make a difference in my friends, <laughs> who I'm friends with. You know, a lot of people have gone through their social media profiles and unfriended a lot of people, a lot of their friends and you know, all of those fresh new things that you do at the beginning of the year. So just think about it. What can you do to be a good ancestor? And I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to me today. I appreciate you tuning in to our first episode of 2021. We have some great episodes coming up this year, some really interesting episodes. There's one I'm thinking about right now that I'm like, wow, should I really do this? (laughs) But I think I will. (laughs) I'll just put a warning (laughs) at the beginning of the episode so you know which one it is. Yes, so great episodes coming. Next month, you will hear my interview with Australian author Donna Ward on her book, She I Dare Not Name, A Spinster's Meditation on Life. Yep, you heard me right. You heard me right. I just talked about being husbandless and childless, right? Well, she never married, she never had children, and I cannot wait for you to hear the episode, the interview, the conversation. It was just lovely. I really appreciated it. And so do tune in for the February episode. And then I hate to talk about episodes before they're recorded, or as we say, in the can, but the episode with Mrs. Pennsylvania 2020 should be in March. As I said, we just rescheduled. And so that should be the March episode. And remember, in the meantime, that we meet via Zoom every couple of months, but the link is only placed in our Facebook group. So next meeting, I'm thinking February, Be sure to browse through the show notes here for details on how to contact me if you have questions about the meetings. As I said, I'm really trying to protect the link because, you know, Zoom has had a lot of problems. They had some serious growing pains when the pandemic started and they had some crazy things happening, people getting into groups and rooms and all of that stuff. So I really do try my very best to protect the link. And that's why I'm just not going to just put it on Facebook on a regular page or just send it out to anybody. I really prefer to just put it inside the group. But if you're not in the group for whatever reason, reach out to me. I'll see what I can do. 
I can't make any promises because like I said, I don't want anybody coming into the group and, you know, then we have to bounce people out and all that kind of stuff. I don't want to deal with all of that. But yeah, just let me know if you have questions and you're not in the group. I will see what I can do. So February for the next Zoom is what we're looking at right now. Be sure, as I always say, to browse the show notes here for details. Anything I may have skipped, because there are things that I skip sometimes. I don't say everything that's in the show notes. So that's why I really want you to browse the show notes and see if you have any questions that can be answered by the show notes. And if not, then reach out to me. Email me at Sevilla at SevillaMorgan.com or message me on Facebook Messenger and give me 24 to 48 hours to respond. Thanks again for tuning in to the first episode of 2021. Until next time, have a great one. Bye. Thank you.